Welcome back to another episode of The Long and Short of It with Genesis CEO, Jim Long. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim. How are you today? Good. Your commentary this week talked about the U.S. hog market shows resiliency. Can you talk to us about that? Well, I guess what we talked about in the commentary this week was, you know, you go back to towards the end of April, I was Southern Minnesota price was 67 cents. Uh, end of last week, it reached over a dollar. I mean, that's a, quite an increase. I mean, that's $65, $70 per head jump, which uh, certainly helps all producers. Thing that's helping drive it is uh, pork cutouts. Pork cutouts were in the low 80s at one point, and now they're closer to a dollar ten than they are to a dollar five yesterday. So, uh, I think the thing is, it's a reflection of demand. I was reading today that May pork exports are up significantly uh, from a year ago, sixteen percent. Uh, all these things, you know, more pork leaving America to somewhere else is supportive to prices. Uh, there's no more pigs than a year ago, which is what we felt all along there was going to be. Uh, cattle prices are still strong. Uh, you know, it's it shows there was a point back in April, I think, and maybe part of May, it appeared that all the we could do is go down in the markets, when whether or not it be cash or futures, and now we've had a rebound. What about uh, the prices in Germany? Well, the price in Germany is at a record level. There's still, you know, at one point, Germany was the third largest producing pig country in the world. Now it's contracted significantly for a lot of reasons. Most of it was economic, then ASF. But I mean, economic producers lost a lot of money. They got new animal welfare regulations, you know, no castration, have to leave tails on. They've had antibiotic use cut back, contributing to mortality. The farms are low, small, like when I say small, 150, 200 sows. There's labor issues with that. The children of the pig producers don't want to come back to run 150, 200 sow farms. So all these things are contributing to liquidation. The data the other day showed that uh, Germany's pig product, pig population is down 7.5% from a year ago. It's down, it was 30 million pigs in inventory at one point. And right now it's just, just a little over 20 million. I mean, it's a huge decrease. And a part of the dynamics that are happening in uh, Germany is happening all across Europe. Europe's got just about every market's got record high prices, but doesn't appear there's any expansion going on. Maybe still contraction. And that's contributing to the, the pork exports increasing in the United States because Europe's got more expensive pork, which makes it less competitive in the markets, but also they have less pork to export. So that's that's helping the U.S. pork exports and the prices domestically. Let's talk about the world mega producer that was unveiled before the World Pork Expo. We saw a couple of Genesis announcements that you met with Jeff Hansen at Iowa Select, Peter Brown at Seaboard. Remind us about the mega producer and what it's like meeting with the key leaders, giving them the recognition. Well, I guess the thing is, is we started this in cooperation with National Hog Firm about five years ago. And then when they stopped publishing, we just took it on ourselves and uh, in cooperation with SwineWeb. And I guess part of it is, is 
we see it as a maybe an important piece of information identifying the largest the world mega producers i guess in the world and uh if you look at the list i think there's about 50 people with all 50 producers with over uh 100,000 sows about 20 i give or take 20 we think it's about 25 percent of the pig production in the world is in the, the hands of that those people uh, i think it's a reflection of what's happening in the industry it's interesting when you look at it the ebb and flow of numbers some some continually grow some have contracted it's uh the reality of where we are in the marketplace i think one thing i find interesting if you look at the china list there's a bunch that just kind of got 100,000 sows this year it's quite the status in china to be on the genesis world mega producer list uh, so you know this is voluntary numbers that people give us we don't audit it but it's interesting the status for companies to be part of it, which I take it as a compliment. You know, and the other piece is that it's great, you know, from my perspective, it's great to go meet people like Jeff Hansen and Peter Brown and other maker producer leaders in the world, which I get the opportunity to do because, you know, they're driving large production. They're smart people. They look out a big commitment to this industry. It's, uh, it's I always find it uh, very educational and learning. So on, on that front with meeting mega producers, the National Pork Board makes a positive move. Uh, why do you feel like it is and what move did they make? Well, they've created a task with, you know, National Pork Board, uh, led by Dr. Newman and the new vice president. Uh, they put together a task force to try to identify things that drive pork demand. And anybody who reads a commentary, we have have been encouraging the idea that we need to produce pork that tastes better. Uh, from our opinion, it's all consumer, most consumer taste, but it's driven by taste. It's, it's not really complicated. The good thing is from our perspective is the pork board has identified it as an issue that we have to work on because truly per capita consumption of pork in North America has flatlined for 20, 25 years. At the same time, total meat consumption has gone up, so we've lost market share. We all know the challenge we have with loins. You go back 20 years ago, before we raced to produce the other white meat, meaning taking pork too lean, loins and hams were at the top of the, the uh, pork cutouts in value. Today, it's gone inverse, and now it's more products that are higher marbled, ribs, shoulders, uh, butts, uh, bellies that are generally at the higher value than loins and hams. And part of the problem we have is an industry, half the carcass is ham and loins. So if less we drive that revenue up, we're, we, we put a limit on what how much money we can make. Part of making the loins better is to increase the marbling, water holding capacity so we have better taste, juiciness. And it can be done, and I know... You know, as most of you know, at Genesis, we believed in this and we've been working hard to produce pork that is tastes better. And we don't see taste should be a niche product. We believe every consumer should have the opportunity to have a good eating experience. And uh, I'm really happy to see Dr. Newman and a team in the pork board 
acknowledging that we need to address this. And it's uh, it's good. It's really good to see what, where we can go. Well, Jim, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate it a lot, Jim.